Welcome to Tavern Talks, where two friends have casual conversations about how to make the most of your time at the table. Once again, I'm Steven. And I'm Jesse. And today, as with every week, we have a special beer with us. We're drinking the New Glarus Spotted Cow. Can only get it in Wisconsin, from what I know. So, so I had to go through some back tra- channels to... Uh, to obtain this but <laughs> back channels i don't know <laughs> what that really means but i mean like literally like channels yeah don't worry about it no cheers, cheers. Mm. well you know what so this so the the question that we typically ask every time we drink is like how do you feel where does this take you this makes me feel like i should have a bar- backyard barbecue yeah right you know what i mean yeah, and it's kind of it's it's creamy a bit, like a like a spotted cow should be. Wow, you know, a bit milky, you know, <laughs> a bit milky, a bit milky, but in a good way. <laughs> Not like good. beer milk. No, I've never had I've never had beer milk. Don't. Okay, good. Cool. <laughs> um, speaking of beer milk, yes. Uh, today, <laughs> keep going. We're talking about uh, things that stress you out. Okay. Um, uh, specifically in terms of D&D, um, we're trying to answer the question, as DMs, how do we prevent pre-game stress? Yeah. Um, what we mean by this is, um, obviously, there's always going to be some level of stress when you're preparing things for other mm-hmm. people. You know, it can be healthy, but um, specifically in these terms, we're talking about those times where it's the day of the session, mm-hmm. you are at your computer... A, like two, three hours before just typing out furiously Ugh. as much as you can. I feel stressed right now. Yeah, it, it leaves me exhausted yeah. uh, by the time I even get to the session. And honestly, this is one of the things that has uh, been a big issue for me, something I've had to kind of work on a lot recently. So it's yeah, a perfect topic. It, it absolutely is. And what's special about this, as we've said last week in tradition with Tavern Talks, is that you guys are a part of the table. We are all at the table together, and we are all looking to make this experience better and more fun enjoyable. And so we are actually posing a question every week where it's uh, this question, again, is SDMs, how do you prevent pregame stress? And we have someone uh, at Colin underscore Rasbid answered that question. And so uh, let me pull that back. Oh. I actually have it right here for well, you. Then, perfect. Well, let's, let's let's take a look at this. This is from at Colin underscore Rasbid. For me, it's preparing the skeleton of my session that day, reviewing my characters and what they have been doing individually, thinking about the possible directions they might head. I prep in a way that gives me a structure to improvise off of, which really helps, and also reminding myself that all the at the end of the day, I'm playing a game with my friends. Hmm. That's good. I think it's really good. I like that a lot. It's it's succinct. It's meaningful. Um, I really like how he talks about uh, kind of how he – what he really focuses on is just kind of setting up a skeleton, like a framework yep. Yep. Uh, for each session. You know, um, we tend to – I'm so guilty of this all the time, of just over-preparing. You know, do, yep. trying to make as much as you can, write as much as you can, have as much figured out so that – you're prepared for whatever. Yeah. Um, but what Colin put so well is that what's really important is realizing that you're spending time at the table with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to come to it already, already drained, already stressed, right? So by setting this framework, as he said, you're allowing everything else to just kind of fall into place. You know, allowing mm-hmm. the session to kind of take 
whatever turns and twists yeah. it will. Yeah, and I think sometimes, and maybe this is me, I'll just speak again for me. I sometimes can get kind of arrogant in that I want it to go the way I want it to. Mm. And so I'll just plan it based on my own selfish sort of desires where I think even the setting can go. But again, it's it's um, it can be it can be just really for me difficult to kind of let that go. But it's realizing more of like, no, like it's sort of let everything go into place. It's everyone's got a, a piece of the, of the pie. And um, and and also with that being said, though. I think that a little bit with Colin said is that there are moments where the way that we can kind of keep that pregame uh, stress is actually just keeping things fresh. Um, and I and I admire you a lot with this because you're someone that when we talk, just you have you're always <laughs> you're looking backwards. Oh me? Yeah, you are someone that really kind of keeps things moving, changing, like trying to make things different, etc. How how do you kind of find those different solutions and all those different things to kind of maintain the pregame stress, but also like keeping it fresh? You know what I mean? Well, first, I appreciate it. <laughs> <You're welcome>. um, <laughs> but honestly, for me, it's, it's more out of necessity than anything. Something I've uh, really mm. started to realize is that, at least for me, I need to keep things fresh. You know, I need to... Mm. Uh, continually uh, put myself and my players into different situations or different locations to explore because I feel like, at least for me, when I get so stuck in one place, maybe my there's recently my players were in this large capital city um, dealing with a, a big political turmoil sure. for eight, nine sessions, and it was fun. It was awesome, but I just started getting to the point where I'm what more can I put into this 100%. city? It's all just uh, maintenance, really, which is not hmm. what I enjoy. What I enjoy is just being able to find some theme or some area or just some, even just a creature and just allowing my creativity to run. Oh, yeah. You know? um, so recently in my primary campaign, um, I, we got to the point where the party had finally left the city. Sure. Things are really, really starting to pick up uh, with the the grander story, mm -hmm. and I've been love. I've, I've had so much fun these past couple weeks because they're visiting new places. They're uh, traveling up uh, by boats now, uh, something they have never done before. Um, traveling across the ocean to yeah. a completely different nation uh, of moon of moon elves of. Uh, these people live up in the isolated northern regions of the continent. And I've just had such a blast starting to prepare that because it's new. It's I can explore new ideas and new themes and even just new aesthetics. Yeah. You know, I'm not always just confined to a classic human city. Yeah, absolutely. I have sort of in in you know there's an argument where we just sort of ended a curse of strahd experience a bit and hmm. um i it was it was actually really hard for me because i was being i felt like i had to stay inside that box like i instead of being able to kind of keep things fresh and kind of 
move things along. It felt like I had to stay in that one little world. And again, this was my choice and how we wanted to go through. It sort of made sense with the story, but uh, had to feel like kind of stuck, which also then reflected on me feeling sort of stressed going into it because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Again, if you, any of you guys listening, you've played Curse of Strahd or you've DM, DM'd it. There is details on details on details. It is a hefty adventure. It yeah. is. And then trying to make sense of that within the, the story that we're in was sort of like, man, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much to think through, plan, details. I couldn't keep things fresh a little bit because of just... We had to stay in one spot for literally, I think it was 15 sessions. That's a lot. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I felt for me that the pregame stress came from that. Like you said, I I couldn't, I could have, it's a game, but like I chose to stay in one specific little box. Yes. Yeah, of course. We were were confining ourselves, you know, um, which is insane because <laughs> because D&D, the amazing thing about it is that there are literally limitless possibilities so cool. to the different characters, the different places, the different stories that can happen. Um, I just ran a one shot uh, at and, and, and it was at a school. It was That's students, so students at a at a arcane uh, academy. Yeah. And it was just such a blast because it was still set in a fantasy world. You know, it was in modern times, but just there was such a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, it really felt like they were high schoolers just trying to figure things out, um, figure out this these magic uh, capabilities that they've just suddenly discovered they have. You know, it's uh, it was just different. You know, it was different from what I usually do, and it was so much fun. It was it it. it, it I came out of it refreshed, yeah. you know, and satisfied, which is, um, I, I, I get that way sometimes, but you know, that was just, it was very, it was a very unique feeling. Yeah. Like I just felt so, it was long too. It was a five hour session. That's it. As you know. Yeah. That's, that's um, for some was, people might, they'd be like, oh, that's really short. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, for me, I try, yeah. I try to keep it three or yeah. lower. Um, but Oh yeah, it was just a blast. It was it was something new for all of us, you know. Um, and I think that that's really important. Um, also, like going along with that, something I I really realized from doing this one shot and kind of going along with this campaign is um, a lot. Like I need to allow my players to influence the story. Mm. Um, and I mean, I guess what I mean by that is like when I spend all my time planning mm-hmm. and I. Uh, when I first started DMing, that's what I did. I was like, okay, if I plan out for every possible situation, Absolutely. plan every sh- every shop, every NPC, every person that they could possibly meet on the street, then uh, I'd be fine. I'd be good. You know, yeah. I'd be prepared for anything. But what ended up happening was I would spend more time preparing the sessions than I would actually playing them, and I would come <laughs> into the session already just exhausted Mm -hmm. because i have i've spent all this time preparing Mm -hmm. i've heard rule of thumb and this is sort of a weird and not again take this with what you will that that the amount of time that you prep should be either equal to or under the amount of time that you play Hmm. i've Mm -hmm. heard that uh just like randomly and again i don't know if that really means much but um yeah the whole just i know that it can be a daunting experience to DM and it can be, and, and honestly, like 
um, it's it's something to like. It's just it's it's a really amazing opportunity, but also it's hard in general, and because of all the different things and all the all the time like we're saying you have to put into. But the reality, like you said, is is allowing the players to influence the story, will will make it so that your stress level goes much down. But I think people can say though that uh, well now I have to improvise because they have agency. And what they're what are they what if they do this? Well, what mm-hmm. if they do that? I can't I like I need to know like you said like I need to have all these details planned out because what if they do this? And then then that means then the game is gonna suck because they I'm not prepared and I'm like going uh uh <laughs> like that you know what I mean? Exactly exactly um which is uh it, I, I've felt the same way so many times uh but what I've real what I've realized uh more recently. And especially, so I did this five-hour one-shot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I maybe had about, like, an hour and a half, two hours of it planned going sure. into it. Sure. And I felt like that was not enough. You know, I was I came in underprepared. Um, I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. It ended up lasting five hours yeah. because three to four of those hours were just thing like story that was being created as we went yeah you know a lot of times you don't really as you're preparing you don't really realize that the players are what makes the story absolutely you know if you prepare for this one specific path that they're going to go down okay they come into the city then they meet this person then that person tells them to go here and then they'll meet this person who will give them this quest and what if they don't listen to the person? Sure. What if they decide, oh, I'm not going to go to that part of the city. I'm going to start over here. You know, and all already, right at the beginning of the session, all of that work that you've done has been thrown out the window. Gone. Um, unless, of course, you, you decide to railroad. Mm-hmm. You know, you decide to say, no, you are doing this because this is what <sighs> I have prepared, which... I've been guilty of before. Me too. And let me tell you, those have easily been the most forgettable sessions. <laughs> because That's too true. Right? Because, because when you come in so prepared, you think, okay, this is how it has to go. Mm-hmm. I know what the story is going to be because I just wrote it. Yeah. But what, you've, what I fail to think about sometimes is I am not the story. I am one part of, I'm one-sixth of the story. I have five players, yeah. right? All of them have an equal opportunity to influence yep. what's going to happen. And I almost feel like sometimes by over-preparing, I limit their ability to yes. influence the story. A hundred percent. You know, it was, it was almost, I almost accidentally allowed this one shot to really be a ton of fun mm-hmm. Because so much of it was unprepared. Yeah. I had I had great one thing one strength it was I had great characters. That's I awesome. knew the That's students, great. I knew the professors that were there, right? But so much of that they went to their classes, they went to like the dining hall, they talked to their roommates in their dorms, and it took three, four hours <laughs> of stuff I had not prepared at yeah. all. But we had so much fun because oh, yeah. they I've, it, it, you could really tell they felt like their characters were not only important but that their decisions the decisions that they made were directly influencing how the session ran yeah because in all honesty it was yeah that's it, great. it totally did yeah. you know 
Yeah. And the, uh, the, it's a, it's somewhat of a weird paradox. If you think of it this way, uh, that, that sometimes too much planning actually creates more anxiety Mm. because Mm -hmm. you're spending again, all this time digging deep and putting everything pen to paper and all these, uh, your your fingers to the keys, writing everything down. And then you get to the game and yeah, it might not be as, as anxious in the game, but you just became so incredible. Like, again, I just, I, I know for me that it just can feel so, uh, it can actually ruin the game experience in and of itself for me. Maybe the players have fun, great, whatever, but mm-hmm. I just, I just was so worried up front that then transcend into the game. And I was even just, just so worried and stressed in, in the midst of that because I needed it to keep, I needed to keep the plan, the plan. Right. Does right. that make sense? Like, oh, absolutely. But, Right. You, you you plan a ton before because you think it's going to make the session easier. Mm-hmm. But in all of my experiences, what I've found is by completely over planning, by creating the story before the players even had to have a say mm-hmm. in what that story is going to be, I, I end up becoming more anxious. Yeah. You know, because then I get into the session, we start running it, and I realize immediately, oh, no. They, they can, you can smell it as oh, a, I, yeah, I can smell it as a player when I, I can see when my decisions don't really have an impact. Um, and you're, you're great at it. Um, mm. there's been times, of course, uh, times Absolutely. with my players yep. as well, yep. but you notice immediately, oh, okay. So my decisions don't really matter because they, my DM already has this all planned out. Yeah. So what's even the point? Yeah. You know, and then oh. you kind of just fall back and just wait to see what happens because you kind of know in the back of your mind it's just something you can sense. You yeah. know, you can see it in the you can see it in the DM yeah. when you look at him. Like there are times I can see when you're stressed, man. <laughs> I can. Great. I absolutely awesome. can. It's um, but I mean I think that, I do think that's good. You know, it's uh, you want to be open um at the table and and tell people where you're at, but um. I do I do think along with all of this like so we're talking about okay don't don't overplan don't uh like don't do so much that you're forcing your players yep. into a position where they can't really make decisions that matter but like what practical applications are there yeah. for that like if you're if you're saying okay Steven I totally get you I've experienced the same thing but I have no idea what to do about it? What would you say? Yeah, I think, um, man, I, again, I, I, I feel like there'd be more questions that I have just right away than I wouldn't have like to give them a real answer right away. Cause I'd want to know, like, what are you spending your time thinking about doing with before the game? What are your, what are your players like? What's the story that you're in? Like, I feel like there's a lot of questions to ask to really dig into like, yeah, what's, what are your strengths and weaknesses as a DM? Because I think that matters. Mm. Huge. We talked about that. Like, um, and that to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses as DM is, is then allowing you the ability to be able to have, to know what to focus on, what to not focus on. For instance, if I know that I'm really good at, uh, like you, like you, you're really good at the role play. You're really good at keeping the social like thing, socialization thing. If I were to put more energy into that and then notice my weaknesses, maybe it is, um, for me, a weakness is, has been, uh, keeping combat short. And that makes sense. (laughs) Like, I feel we might be similar in that, but, um, 
a weakness in that. But to be able to focus on my strengths a bit, to go, okay, I know that I'm good at this. I know that I know this fairly well. I'm going to go into this session, uh, not necessarily in a formula sense, like I'll do this very thing and that'll work, but just like I know that I'm good with this role play and I'm going to set up situations that can make sense where I'm not necessarily going, oh, I can't, how do I do? I'm freaking out. What's, what if they do? It's like, no, I, I've, I'm leaning on my strengths a bit. And then as my weaknesses, I can, I can throw, I can just grow. Right. 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 It, it's very important to recognize for yourself what those strengths and weaknesses are. You mm-hmm. know, I'm I'm fairly good at being able to come up with conversation That's cool. on the spot. You That's know, great. play the NPCs, say things that are important that progress the story. What I'm not great at is describe like describing new places. Mm. You know, really putting an image into my player's mind of where they are or what they're seeing. So for me, when I'm preparing, that's one of the main things I focus on. That's great. Is, okay, I know that I can I can improvise the conversations. Mm-hmm. As long as I have an NPC that has some sort of strong attributes or backstory, I'm good. I got yeah. it. Yeah. But then I take that time that I would have spent on those, char- on those NPCs and I pour it into what I'm not good at, mm. right? Um, and that's been huge, huge recently. Um, another uh, another application, this actually came from uh, another one of our answers to our questions this past week. Uh, it's from Eric Schaefkes, uh, at Schaefkes on Instagram. Uh, he does great art. He does. By the way. Please check, check him out. It's yeah. awesome. Um, but uh, one of the things he said was, don't overdose on D&D. Do other stuff in the days or hours before. Read a book, take a walk, draw a picture. Stuff to get creative juices flowing, but not strictly on D&D. Wow. This, like, floored me. Honestly, like, because it's so simple. Oh, yeah. Just the idea of, you know, spend time doing other things. You know, you (laughs) don't have to be 24-7 thinking about D&D to enjoy D&D and make good stories a lot of times i find my biggest inspiration comes from stuff completely unrelated to D. completely you know um like uh, like if i'm reading a book or even if i sometimes i'll see a news article you know okay. uh about something that's uh happening across the world or or something that's happening like within our uh like within the world politics or anything like that and I'll use that. I'll, I'll kind of fix it up a little bit, mm-hmm. make it make it more magical, you know. Um, but some some of my coolest sessions have been purely inspired by stuff that has nothing really to do with D and D. Right. Oh, I get that. My latest has been, and this is not a uh, you know, this is a total plug. If you watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. like such a rich story. And characters and it's humor because sometimes D and don't know, it's like always super. Maybe for me, like I've seen a grim and just dark and noir, but it's like let's laugh a lot. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And so just like drawing from those different things, you get different ideas for different elements, which helps helps me to be able to get into the situation that I'm in. And maybe I do have to improvise, but I just watched this really funny comedic moment where it's you know between two characters and there's a situation happening. I'm like, you know what? As a DM, I'm going to throw something in because I I just watched this thing and enjoyed it. And oh yeah, it connects. Yeah, and I I honestly can't tell you the amount of like even just NPCs <laughs> that I've put into my game that are 
verb just yeah. exactly the same as some character yep. I saw on a TV show. Yep. Um, you know the the session the one shot I ran, one of those yeah. students yeah. is just pulled exact like that exact yeah. character his his flaws his weaknesses his personality was pulled exactly from that TV show and I just changed the name. Yeah. You know. Um, and honestly, that's awesome. Yeah. It, it's so great because one. That NPC is already made. 100%. I've watched the show. I know what he does. I know how he talks, you know, and it's new. It's fresh. You know, it's not, the show is not about D&D. The show is not mm-hmm. about fantasy or magic. Um, and yet I can still use those characters, you know, yeah. which is which is a lot of fun. Yeah. To get, uh, continuing that practical idea, I think that even though if someone, uh, you know, um, is you're really good at improv, you're not good at improv, you're really good at planning, you're not planning. I think overall, just being able to write stuff down and think through it just throughout the week instead of yeah. just on the very last two hours before the session, write stuff down when you're driving, when you're working out, when you're hanging with friends or watching a show, write some thoughts down, put them down to paper or you're in your phone. It just helps. Yeah. Overall, you know? Yeah. I'm horrible at that. Mm. So, so bad. I'll think about it. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the type of guy who day of like four hours before i'll be like okay cool yeah i'm uh, i need to actually start writing down some of these thoughts um but yeah that's that's awesome yeah um so i i would say we really have one final thought cool for this we've talked about um you know really uh working on setting up a framework Mm -hmm. and letting everything else fall into place talked about allowing your players to influence the story uh not planning to the point where they feel like their decisions don't matter talked about keeping things fresh mixing it up when you feel like you're getting burnt out or uh bored or kind of uninspired by where you are um and some practical applications as well but i think it really all boils down to um D&D should not be an outlet for stress, uh, but instead, it not, not the cause of it, but... Mm, it, I get you. What I'm, oh, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> D&D should be there you go. an outlet for stress, yeah. not the cause of it. Yeah, that's good. Right? Uh, D&D should not be, the re- be that thing each week yep. that you say, oh, no, I need to prepare something. Oh, you missed it. Come that's on. That's the truth. Yeah, because it's a game. You're playing with your friends. You don't have... It's not a job. No. You know, most people who DM, 99% of them do not get paid for it. You know, it's not a job. It's uh, something that is supposed to be an escape. You know, an outlet for all of these other things that have been causing you stress in the week. You don't need to add something else on top of that. Yeah. You know, life is crazy crazy enough as it is. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, with that being said, uh, we do have our closing question uh, for you guys for yeah. next week. Mm-hmm. Steven, you want to take that? Yeah. Uh, again, make sure that you, again, you're a part of the table and we want to hear from you. And so the question we'd love for you guys to answer is how do we create meaningful backstories for our characters? That's mm. really important for for you to know how to make decisions and have gameplay. So please, uh, you can uh, send us your answers on our Instagram at at tavern talks podcast uh you can send us messages through uh, any sort of the other platforms when it comes to us personally our other DD stuff or on our anchor for this podcast too if you're listening there uh, but please answer that question and you'll get sponsored for next week 
Possibly, yeah. Cool. Um, it'll be up on our story uh, cool. throughout the week uh, for anyone who wants to answer it that way. Super easy. Um, I'm excited I'm for next excited. week. I love, I love, love, love just like really meaningful backstories. It doesn't have to be a novel. No. To be meaningful, right? Um, but we'll save that for next week. Cool. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Yep. Um, Again, you can find us at Tavern Talks Podcast on Instagram, and we will be dropping a new episode every Wednesday, Yep, it seems. Yep. So keep an eye out for that, and we'll talk to you soon.